0: they're going to show you, next, you know, next time we even try to put up on the screen as they receive offering uh the numbers that jay said you know uh text to give and all that there's three ways to give so we're just doing everything we can to to make it easy if you want to sow seed uh that you're able to do that so easily isn't that amazing technology these days good night irene i mean and like katie said they're watching you <laughs> so your phone seems to know where you are all the time We've been talking about um, one day, and we started this series, and we're going to you know, continue it next week. On your way out today, if you didn't get a wristband that says one day, uh, everybody's had a one day. You know, I like to remember, don't you want to remember the good ones? We don't want to remember any of bad days. I mean, we know they happen, but we want to learn from them rather than monument them, if a monument is a good word for that, but you know what I'm saying. So you can get one of those. Those are free. If you want to give one to a friend, you can take one for your friend. I've given about three or four of these away now. Also, we have these uh, little really cool, I don't know what I did with mine card, but it's, there it is. We got some new business cards. Look how cute those are. That's cute? You almost, when you hold that up, you want to go. <laughs> anyway, it's got our new church time. Today's the first day for the new time change. And, uh, and the reason uh, we're doing the time change is because this service was packing out. And the first service had plenty of room. And so we've had some people go, hey, you know what? I'm going to kind of morph to the first service. And, and it freed up seats in the second service because the next step after this service fills up is a third service. And that's where we're heading. And that's a good thing because that means more and more people for Jesus. And so we like that. And if you were the guest today and you fill this out and you take it back to the VIP center, you're a very important person. Let's everybody give it up for the guests that are here today. or maybe it's been a while. Come on. Yeah, you take that back there. We're not going to hassle you, but this is what's really cool. We're putting action with our faith. If you're a guest today and you turn that in, we're going to give in your honor food to help the needy in this area. We've already given over 6,000 pounds of food to help hungry families and needy people in this area because of your your generosity. So that's what's going to happen if you do that, and we're excited about that. So we're going to continue this one-day series. We're going to do it even next week. And uh, and then I'm going to I'm going to be looking at in the next few weeks to follow. I'm not sure exactly what week, but this has been an, an issue. We've, we've grown and are growing very quickly. And we like that. We have a lot of people that are like, I'm just coming back to church. So we, we've, we find a lot of unchurched people and de-church. You know what de-church people are? OK, de-church are people that were at church at one time, got hurt either by somebody in church or the preacher or whatever or church in general. And they are just like, I'm done. And then so they get fried and they take off. And then they finally, they realize, you know what? God's bigger than whatever hurt them. And they come back, but they're trying to get back. So we're finding those people coming back. But we're having people that are saying, you know, I'm... I mean, you talk about giving, and, but I want to do it in a healthy way. We're going to show you, and I, that's my heart, is to show you without manipulation, without gimmicks, without anything, what God says about giving. Not what man says. So you're not sitting here feeling, I've got to give on emotion. And, you know, I remember years ago we talked to somebody and they were just, they were in a bad state because they, they gave all of their, their mortgage money away. Well, you know, I'm not, if god told you to then okay, then he'll provide for you But they couldn't say god told them to they just felt to do that because they were emotionally In that service and now they're without able to make their house payment Well, you know, sometimes that's not you got to know what god's saying So we we need to be able to listen to the lord and obey him in such a way that we feel confident That we're not being manipulated in any way and you can you know you can be watching and doing whatever you want but you can also hear the voice of god so our goal is to help you find that voice be able to give with good stewardship because he wants you to be a good steward of all the finances so we're going to show you that if i could show you that and it would change your life and blessing in your house would you be interested so i'm going to show you that's what we're going to develop and we're going to let you see it and you you're going to be coming away from this place going That's amazing every time I teach on this every time we have people come back and go I have never heard that and god this happened and man now we got this and I got to raise I got to you know, whatever the case is. I'm not god I certainly am not but I can show you how he works of what he's shown me How many knows that god works by kingdom he works by principle and he works by covenant We'll talk about that a little bit here this morning We've talked about the one day experiences. We talked where we were on september 11th Uh, and that was a terrible day in 19 al-qaeda if you remember kind of changed our nation and the way we travel and all of that we've talked about um, I remember where I was when the uh, the shuttlecraft exploded we kim and I hadn't been married too long We were in a 12 by 60 trailer and I remember telling her it blew up It blew up and she coming down the hallway and we watched we were stuck to the news How many remember walter cronkite if you have any age on you and that's the way it was you know how about how about if you're a football fan remember dandy don meredith and howard cosell okay here's people like who are they (laughs) all right but i mean just stuff when you remember you know you're going i remember doing that or i remember seeing that but i want to get across to you that god doesn't just arbitrarily go you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna bless brett today and uh, I'm not going to bless uh, George or, or Sally. I'm going to bless Steve and, and Susan over here. And I'm going to bless, but I don't know. I'm out of blessing over. I, uh, God doesn't work that way. He works by covenant and by kingdom and by laws that operate. And we need to understand that every kingdom has a king. And in that kingdom, there are ways that you, you function. And if we could discover the ways that God's kingdom functions, guess what? We can live different than we're living now. And we can find some great secrets. So that's what we're going to be doing. We're talking a little bit about that today. We're going to look at, at the Bible in a couple sections of scripture in the book of Mark. So if you, if you have your Bible, that's awesome. If you don't, it'll be on the screen for you. Katie told you about if you have a, a smartphone, you can pick up those notes on the U version on the smartphone. That's great. You can print those off or do whatever you'd like. These messages do get recorded and they're also going to be on the website and, and you can download those for free as well okay mark chapter 5 21 through 24 it's a familiar scripture familiar passage if you've been to church at any time you've probably heard this story but let's look at it because i want to show you some things in it jesus got into the boat again and went back to the other side of the lake where a large crowd gathered around him on the shore a leader of the local synagogue whose name was jairus arrived and when he saw jesus he fell at his feet pleading fervently with him my little daughter is dying he said please come lay your hands on her heal her so she can live and jesus went with him and all the people followed crowding around him now we're going to jump down to 35 through 43 of that same chapter of mark now something has just happened and i'm kind of skipping past it but we'll talk about it in a minute something has just happened before this and we're at the end tale of this And he said to her daughter your faith has made you well go in peace your suffering is over This is the end of the the woman with the issue of blood if you remember that story all the doctors She spent all her money and jesus was in town and she makes her way to jesus and and Touches his robe and he feels power go out of him and that's what has just happened And so he says your suffering is over while he was still speaking to her messengers arrived from the home of jairus the leader of the synagogue, and they told him, Your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. But Jesus, sir, turn to your neighbor and say, But Jesus. But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, Hey boy. No, he didn't say that. This is what he said. <laughs> Don't be afraid, just have faith. Jesus stopped the crowd and wouldn't let anyone go with him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw much commotion, weeping and wailing. He went inside and, and asked, why all this commotion and weeping? The child isn't dead. She's only asleep. The crowd laughed at him, but he made them all leave. He took the girl's father and mother and his three disciples into the room where the girl was lying. Holding her hand, he said to her, Talitha koum," which means little girl, get up. And the girl who was 12 years old immediately stood up and walked around. They were overwhelmed and totally amazed. Jesus gave them strict orders not to tell anyone what had happened. And then he told them to give her something to eat. Amazing to me all these different times if you read in the Bible where he says, don't tell anybody what happened. If the girl was dead and she's not dead anymore, people are going to kind of notice that. I'm thinking, you know, if, if you're in a funeral and the dead gets out of the casket, funeral's over. People are going to kind of go, that's different. But Jesus says, you know, hey, don't and gives her something to eat. But I, it reminds me of stuff that we have done. You know, we have situations not, not quite like this, but let's just say, have you ever had a situation where you wonder when God's going to do something? God, I just wish you'd do something about this problem. I've faced this problem for years and years. Would you do something? God, when are you going to do something? Some of y'all are in here going, when are you going to change that Man. You got your word for the day. You're believing, oh, God's going to change my man. When are you going to do something? The guys are like, when are you going to give me the woman that I've dreamed for? You know, whatever the case is, we were waiting on God in all of these situations. God, when are you going to help me? When are you going to send money? God, when are you going to do this? I'm going to just tell you this answer really doesn't depend on God. This really 100% depends on you. It depends on you. And I want to get going on this. Jesus had gotten out of the boat. The people were all pressing around him. They were pushing in on him. Have you ever seen on TV, you ever seen a, a tape of, of people going after Elvis? Thank you. Thank you very much. You've ever seen that? They're all trying to get to Elvis. Or if you don't know who Elvis was, just look at a velvet picture somewhere. You'll find him. The Beatles. Michael Jackson. he. Come on. I'd hate to beat it. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Anyway, they had him shoved up against the shoreline, and and they're, you know, just pushing I mean, it's just like crowd control. He's trying to get to someplace. And this is when J. Iris comes on the scene. Now listen, J. Iris is the is the girl's daughter. He's desperate. Have you ever been desperate? I mean, where you've tried something over and over, and it just seems like nothing's working in the natural. I can't, this isn't working. And you're desperate. And you just want to do He's not, there's nothing that's been able. He, he hears that Jesus is there, he sees him. You can imagine him seeing him and then trying to push his way through the crowd. And there are people everywhere. Now, I was at a concert one time, it was at a Red concert, it was a Christian band. Anybody know who Red is? Okay, I was at that concert. Not really my flavor of music, but my boys liked it. So I like my boys. So I was there. And in that concert, they started doing something. that was like almost like a mosh thingy. You know what that is? Ain't good. Because I'm in the middle of it. This guy don't like to be pushed. And there are people just doing this. And there's people bumping into me. I don't know who they are. And some of them aren't bumping real soft. It's not like they're going, excuse me. They don't care. Now, we've been in this concert, and people are sweaty, and they're bumping into me. I don't like sweaty people bumping into me. (laughs) Don't smell good, neither. And so it's really hard for me, and Zach is standing right in front of me, and (laughs) they're standing here, and I know Zach knows me, and he's looking at me like, Dad ain't liking this. And this is what I'm saying to myself. And, and he turned around. And he said, you okay? I said, the next person bumps into me, I'm going to bump back. And they were like, oh, so I did. They bumped into me, and I'm like, poof. <laughs> and they are like, hey. And I, now I got this room right here. You bump into me, I'm going to bump you back. You can mosh anywhere you want. But this boy ain't moshing. The, the reason i'm saying Jay Iris works his way through the crowd enough room That he, he falls at, at jesus's feet And he gets his attention because he's desperate And and so I want to say our first point today and door number one If you're desperate you might have to get to jesus Because of what you're doing is it working for you Let's get to jesus you've heard desperate times call for desperate measures but we live in a society that just is a catered society. We live with everything that's catered to us. We like remote controls. I'm, I'm from the generation that I was. I mean, now you have remote car starters. You can be inside your house and start your car. With My car will do that. And it'll start. That's crazy. I mean, that's cool. But I was my dad's remote control. It's cold out there, son. You know, I don't want to go out there. You go out and start the car, scrape the windows thanks dad love you i was my dad's remote control with a pair of pliers he never had to get up he just used me but now we live in this society where everything you can pay your bills online you can go to the bank online you can shop online and never you can be in your pajamas and do christmas shopping some of you do that anyway and you're still at the store I don't know why, <laughs> but we, we live in the world of convenience. Think about this situation. This man is probably like the level of a mayor. I mean, he's, he's high in the city. He's not, you know, he, people know who he is. He's already passed his pride now. My daughter is sick and dying. If you lay your hands on her, she'll live. He, he, he doesn't care what people think he's past that my friends i'm trying to tell you this morning Some of you need to get past your own pride You need to just say it doesn't matter what my neighbor thinks or what the person behind me or beside me or in front of me It comes down to get to jesus. It just comes down to that Quit worrying about your position money whatever it takes He's made a decision. He's made up his mind. I gotta get to him. I gotta get to him. Everything else has been pushed aside, and now he has rifled that scope. I've got to get to Jesus. My question are you getting to him? Isn't it time? You see, our conception of church has really been kind of faulty because man has not produced a good. Reality of church the people are church The building's a building but the people are church Can we get to him can I say this he's pretty accessible He makes himself accessible He listens to those that cry out for him He will let you get to him What's stopping us as we get the wrong image of ourselves now maybe god at one time you said i felt pretty good things are good and and now something happened or somebody hurt you or or whatever and you have this image that's not so good i don't think i'm gonna ever make that the dream that god told me and well you know i probably messed it all up are you a fighter some of us will go oh i'm not a fighter let me just tell you when it comes to the things that you get that you need you're gonna have to fight for them there's people that will be like really passive. Oh, I'm not a fighter. And say if it's a, like if it's a mama, you go mess with her cubs. You'll, she'll tell you how much a fighter she is. Because all of a sudden, mama will bear her claws. <laughs> Girls care about a lot of things guys don't care about. We don't think about when we named our kids she was real into names she you know wanted our names to mean something you know you could say hey could we name this no 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 you could find out what she wouldn't want to name it just because she knows because she cares we value different things but what we have to value most is jesus because that's where our answer is our second thought for this morning is you have to say what you believe now remember if there's going to be a fight the enemy's never going to just lay down and go go ahead Go ahead. I'm not going to mess with you anymore. I'm done He's not going to do that He's going to continually try to keep you from reaching your destiny But you have to say what you believe J. Iris got to jesus and then said exactly what he believed not what the facts say Some of you are listening to my voice today and maybe the doctors told you something you don't like I just had somebody come up to me after service and said here's what the doctor said And they began to tell me what the doctor said and this is and how they worded it was this and you know I said hey, you got to be careful how you say that and they're like why and I said because You're gonna have to say what you believe Listen to me life is in your mouth Well, god knows what I think He knows what you think but can I say this? The enemy cannot read your thoughts so that he won't go away by thinking. He goes away by speaking. I'll say that one more time. He goes away by speaking. And you're speaking, if it lines up with the word, with the kingdom, then you have authority to back it. And now you got something. Say what you believe. Speak the end result. Don't speak the facts. Sometimes the facts are speaking louder. You know what? My back hurts. My knees hurt, you know. I got all these problems. I get it, I understand, but what are you what are you believing? Don't give the things the wrong micro I mean, don't give the things that are speaking against the word the microphone, because whatever you let speak, it's going to be loud. That's what's going to be amplified. If you want to speak to your ailments, go ahead. They'll talk loud. I'd rather speak to healing. Let that talk for me. Let that speak to my ailments come on what are you believing for jairus said exactly what he's believing lay your hands on her and she shall live lay your hands on her and she shall live i got to you he's got his attention lay your hands on her and she shall live you just lay your hands on her she shall live I know I've said it three or four times, but I, I want to ask you this question. Who's directing the ministry of Jesus right now? This one man. This dude right here, because of his faith, is stopping. Listen, think about it. The Son of God, he's stopping God in flesh from wherever he was going to turn and go with him. He is contr- He is he is the one that's speaking and letting that ministry head to where it's supposed to now Now jesus is coming you lay your hands on her and she shall live One man He's made a decision jesus He sees his faith and he starts to go with him Here's our third thought this morning Delay isn't necessary necessarily denial This is door number three. Now, denial is more than just a river in Egypt. Just trying to keep you with me. Sometimes you're believing for something, and it doesn't happen right when we want. It is so important that you believe and speak faith, not what you see but what you believe until it happens mark 11 23 and 24 says we believe we receive when we pray not when it shows up i'm just trying to help you today because it didn't happen right away so does that change have you really made up your mind because if one thing comes against you and you know the enemy's going to come against you if he's fighting against you how much of a decision is it to just go we've all been with people that have been hey let's go let's go as soon as any resistance i'm out Soon as someone confronts him i'm done You still love that person, but you're almost like really Delay isn't necessarily denial What do you say when your plans get delayed or seem to slow down? Turn to your neighbor and say this is a test All along the way, after the agreement to go, there were delays. But let me ask you, was Jesus still with Jairus? Yep. He was still with him. Was his plan still to go pray for his daughter? Yep. He never said anything contrary to that. Jairus had got his attention. He had turned and they were going to his house. And in the middle of that, things were happening that were delaying that arrival. But he was still on his way. Could I submit to you today that there are things that God is doing that are on the way for you, but you just haven't seen them yet. But they are on the way to you. And if you watch what you're saying, if you watch what you're believing, and you speak what God is telling you, you might be surprised what would happen. Sometimes we are our worst enemy. Because we'll get discouraged and we'll just say, well, figures. I knew that would happen. It works for everybody, but it doesn't work for me We'll say things like that And we'll negate what the plan that is coming Sometimes we're just in a hurry, aren't we? Because everybody because again of society we like things to be like right now Right now. Come on. Shouldn't take you more than two minutes to get my big mac. Come on What do you mean it's not ready? You ever been in a hurry and then pull out and get behind a tractor how about a school bus and every other house goes yellow then red and the kids are like <laughs> Taking their time and and then the parents at the door talking to the bus driver. You're like, come on How about ever figure you get behind a train and marion come on that probably doesn't happen yeah, marion's surrounded by train tracks Or you know, you just get behind somebody and they're in a you're in a 55 and they're going like 35 how about this you go to a store there's 55 checkouts and only four of them are open And you go into 15 items or less and they have like 43 items and you want to tell them You, you can't be in this aisle I you know my wife has got me where I start going into self-checkout and that's a faith walk for me every t- time because out of like, say, let's just say out of 10 times you're going to self-checkout, how many times do you go to self-checkout and you don't need the assistance of whoever the self-checkout person, the self-help, whatever that person is. Because that thing will flash, customer, service is needed. And, you know, here she comes and, you know, I'm like, I don't know how to do this. Or it says, please place bag and, you know, you're, it's in there. Take item out of... Put it back, take it out. I'm just, ah. <laughs> and then there's people, if you turn around, there's people going, I hate that. There's all those things that are that are happening, or you, you get the cashier at the checkout that is, if you have ever watched Tim Conway that's just bless their heart, they're like, that it for you' One, Boop. two, it's almost like working with a sloth, you know, just this is a test. Sometimes you're just on your, way. like, please, I just want to get somewhere on time. Let me say this to you. Don't give your peace away. The enemy wants to steal your peace. It is up to you. brings us to our fourth door, our fourth thought. It's your choice. You can choose to believe what the enemy is putting out there. You can choose to lose your peace. You can choose a lot of things. You can choose to believe what you have originally got a hold of God for. It's up to you. It's your faith. If we're sitting around saying, well, Jesus... It's going to heal me. I, I just wish he'd just do it. I wish Jesus to decide he'd help me. I wish Jesus would just decide to prosper me or help me do this or whatever. I'm just telling you, you're going to be waiting a long time because he already decided that and he put it in a written word. He already put it in a word. He already wrote it down. It's his will that you prosper. It's his will that you be in good health. It's his will. But it's up to us to choose to walk in that. doubting gets you nothing soon as there's resistance you got to start begin to state what you believe you remember when jairus he got his jesus was coming with him and then people from jairus's place said she's she's dead don't don't bother him anymore immediately i'm sure the natural that would have been like but Jesus turns immediately to him because the Bible says he overhears it. Well, How many knows that God hears everything? And he looks right at J.R.'s. Can you imagine that eye contact? Hey, Jay, Look right here. And he says, remember what you said. Remember what you said. And the Bible goes on to say... He got rid of the rest of the people because let me tell you when you are beginning to declare something god's told you There's going to be people that are not going to agree with all of that And they're not going to tell you everything to build all of that up They're going to tell you things that will pull that apart. Don't bother him anymore. They're going to show you facts You know what blah 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 or whatever the case is they're going to tell you things that are going to go contrary to what god has told you You're going to have to sometimes just say you know what you can't walk with me here You can't walk with me here. I don't need that right now. We live in a society that says you can't do that. If you do that, then you get in trouble. Sometimes we need to do that. We need to do it in love, but we need to say, you know what? I need to go on. Why don't you guys stay here? I got this. Jesus and I got this. The Bible says he took Jairus. He took uh, Peter, James, and John. And then when they get to the house... He takes jairus and his wife. I want to I want to share something with you quickly and then we'll be done He takes you know, I want you to understand why he took his wife now. He took his disciples Because number one he's mentoring and he's showing the disciples Plus there are also men of faith that believe whatever he said will happen You need people like that the people that weren't like that He got them out when he got to the house. There's people saying, she's dead. she's dead because in the natural she was but jesus said I got another plan so he put them out you're not seeing my plan all you're seeing is what you see again Seeing isn't believing believing is seeing you're going to have to state what you said not what the facts say But what god is telling you and that's what you say Jairus said if you touch her you lay your hand on her She'll live he asked the parents because that little girl was subject to their authority This is a kingdom law. This is a kingdom principle. So you need to hear what I'm saying. This is how the kingdom works when it comes to finance, when it comes, it comes to authority. We have people that will be like, well, God's not blessing my finances. Well, I've got to ask you, you're the one that is the authority over your finances, unless you're underage and you have a mom and dad over you. It is up to you to choose what you do with that to bring in blessing. Listen to how I'm going to try to explain this in another way. When they ask, when jairus said to jesus if you lay your hands on her she'll live What he is saying is I give you authority my authority. I yield to you So you can come lay your hands on my daughter and she will live. Do you see that? Now when he gets to his house The husband and the wife are in agreement Help me They let him in the house again giving him authority to delegate healing from the kingdom in the house do you see that? That's how this thing works. It is a kingdom law and a kingdom rule. So Jesus can come in and take things that naturally would not happen but because he's supernatural and we have allowed that to come in as the authority to delegate. Now, that is the whole principle. That's why when he was with Peter, That's why he said throw the nets out. Can I use your boat? That's why all those fish came because now Peter's boat ministry his fishing ministry was given over to Jesus under that authority He's allowed once he is in because you are the priest You can keep things out or keep things in I'm trying to you. You have to see this so that then when that happens now Miracles can happen because you have said yes to god and no to the enemy So jesus is allowed to come in. That's how the the boats got more fish That's how the loaves and fish were multiplied because they gave it to jesus. It changes kingdoms Think about what I just said When you are asking jesus in it's going to change kingdoms. It's going to change dominion Then the battle's won then you can believe not man's side, you can believe God's side because now he has dominion and God has legal access to do what he needs to do because you have yielded your spiritual authority to him. On the same page? So now this is why we have to understand door number one, door number two, door number three, door number four. You have to choose. I submit to you this morning that many of us, me included, have had times where we have said you ain't coming in not that way this is what I like we try to orchestrate how God will do that now I want you to we're pulling back to Jairus J. Iris said if you come lay hands on her she will live he didn't tell Jesus how to go about it he just said you come and lay hands on her Jesus could do it however he felt led of God to do it because he yielded to him I want you to yield to god today I want you to choose god today. I don't know what that looks like for you I don't know what area that you need to say, you know what here's a door that i've shut And you can't seem to prosper you got to get to jesus You got to say what you believe Well, brett i've done that but man, it just isn't happening delay isn't necessarily denial And here's number four I got to make up my mind. It's my choice. I got to make up my mind. God, I'm go- I, I believe you. Do you understand that there's some things that you, the enemy is just going to... Remember, Daniel, 21 days when you prayed, I was released to come and help you. But 21 days I had to fight, the angel said. And I broke through and here we are. How about Naaman? Go dip seven times. Why seven? I don't want to dip seven times. Come on, just heal me. Just do it. Listen, Again, we're not telling Jesus how to do it. We're just letting him do it. Naaman just said, okay, I'll do it. He didn't say, here, I'll do it, and here's the conditions. We don't give God the conditions. We just let God do how he wants to do it. We yield the authority. Did you catch that? So in all of these different cases, there's people that are saying, oh, I'm just, it's not, doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It means there may be an area you're just not, you're just not letting God in. So it's your choice This morning. I want you to choose god I want you to have a one day today This was Iris's one day. I got to get to jesus and What you're facing. I don't know what it is get to jesus Get to jesus And you get there Don't do the way you've done before Declare what you believe Not what it looks like not what the doctor said not what your situation looks like not what is screaming to you declare what you believe And watch As you choose that Don't get double-minded. No, i'm good I'm good. Can you imagine jay iris on that trip? Somebody else coming up. He's probably like, ah. Oh. <clears throat> it's like being in the car behind the school bus ah oh. But if we would change our attitude, what if, what if God is allowing that school bus because there's going to be an accident and he doesn't want you involved in it? If you can't do anything about it and it's a delay that you can't do anything about, you might as well just be at peace with it. Turn on your radio. Start jamming in the car. Smile. Start praising the Lord. And the enemy will get tired of messing with you if you keep praising he'll still try to mess with you but he he won't like it would you bow your heads close your eyes listen to me get to jesus get to jesus